good evening, good afternoon, and good morning, whatever time frame you will be listening to this podcast. It's your host, Brother D, with another Generational Changers official podcast where we do things inspirational and spiritual. Um, I am so excited to be able to once again share in the word of God with you all. It is a privilege and an honor to be able to come before you all and give you this amazing word um, from the Lord. Uh, we started a an episode on praying in the spirit. And I know a couple of weeks ago, um, the men of God came on and they ministered. And it was only two of them that came on and ministered. But they ministered awesomely. You guys remember, of course, uh, my pastor. And then, of course, one of my brothers in the kingdom. And this week, we're going to have the women come on and do it. And I'm excited to have um, First Lady. Uh, well, I don't really call her First Lady. But um, but um, I'm really happy to have one of the female pastors at my church um, come on today. Um, she is awesome. I love her so much. She does so much for me. And just her encouragement is just awesome. But before I bring her on... Um, Let's just read the Generational Changers scripture real quick. And after we're going to pray. And then after I'm going to invite her on and let God do what he does, what he does. So, of course, you all know we have a scripture now. Um, First Peters 2 and I. And it basically says, but you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession. That you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous or wonderful light. Amen. And today's scriptures concerning this um, episode is coming out of, of course, um, and I got two of them. It's coming out of Romans 8 and 26 and, of course, Jude 1 and 20. And it basically reads, and the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. For example, we don't know what God wants us to pray for, but the Holy Spirit prays for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words. And that's the NLT version. And then, of course, we're going to read Jude 1 and 20, the NLT version again. Um, But you, dear friends, must build each other up in your most holy faith, praying in the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So this, so those are the two scriptures scriptures that we're going to be coming out of today. Amen. So um, let's pray real quickly, and then I'm going to introduce our guest speaker. Amen. So Lord, we just give you the glory. We just give you the praise, and we bless your name today for just being who you are. Lord God, we thank you, Lord God, that in this time and this moment, we're able to come before your presence to share the word of God with your Lord God, sheep in the name of Jesus, that they will understand, Lord God, the benefits, Lord God, the testimonies of what praying in the spirit is and also what it can do and the power that it holds. So, Lord God, we just give you the glory, give you the praise. Have your way today, tonight, this evening, Lord God, even through the woman of God, have your way in her, Lord God, and let her minister by way of the spirit as she always does. And Lord God, we just give you the glory, the praise and the honor. Have your way today, Lord God. It's in your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. So I'm going to go ahead and um, stop talking, and I'm going to introduce the speaker. And she's just going to minister to you all um, concerning this topic on the power of praying in the spirit. And um, 
give her personal testimony and we're going to go from there as the Holy Spirit leads. So I just want to introduce, of course, um, her name is Prophetess um, Lakeisha Wilkins, um, one of the pastors, my pastor's wife, um, and she's coming today to minister to us. So um, um, Prophetess, you can take the floor now and let the Lord use you. Okay, so first I want to say thank you so much for for having me on your podcast is definitely an honor uh, to see and watch uh, what God is doing through you and how he's using you uh, to be a generational changer. And um, I'm encouraged by your ministry and your desire to push uh, the assignment of prayer and uh, not only pushing the assignment of prayer, but to uh, also encourage others to go beyond in their prayer language and uh, and so with such a subject as that praying in the spirit uh, this really speaks to next level praying next level prayer and uh, it even goes beyond a little bit further than uh, what we understand as uh, intercession uh, or intercessory prayer I mean, as we have come to know it, uh, a lot of the praying that we do a lot of times is is not necessarily um, praying in the spirit. And so we really want to seek God and I, be, I bless God that you are doing um, this subject because we really want to seek the Lord and how to uh, to go further in our prayers so that we begin to see the supernatural uh, movement of the Holy Spirit. Uh, and like the scripture that you uh, you called for uh, today is um, very important when we start talking about uh, the prayer language and the prayer uh, going up. So Romans uh, 8, and 26 so you just want me to flow or you you have questions that you want to um, ask or have to um i'll have questions um before we get to the end but just flow and let the holy spirit use you as he always does okay and so i i will go back to the the romans uh eight that that you spoke about earlier and um how it says and the father who uh, let, let me go up to 26 and the holy spirit helps us in our weakness for example, we don't know what God wants us to pray for, but the Holy Spirit prays for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words. And the Father who knows all hearts knows what the Spirit is saying. But the Spirit pleads for us believers in harmony with God's own will. And so I I say that it's next level uh, praying because this is going beyond me praying what I know to pray. So there's a lot of uh, praying that we do and we uh, have named it as intercessory prayer, uh, but we're praying a lot of times what we know to pray. Uh, our brother or sister is sick in the hospital and so we pray a prayer of intercession for that individual. Um, there is a calamity in the world. So we go and we pray for, um, you know, the peace of the world. We, we know, you know, our, our pastors or our sister or brother have need 
um, of, of supplication and we pray for that. So those are things that we know to pray for um, just because we see it with our physical eye. Uh, we know it with our mind and our uh, human understanding. However, when, we, when you're talking uh, about Romans 8, this is uh, a different level of praying. You have to go a little bit further in order for you to get to this point where the Holy Spirit makes intercession for you. This means that you have to let go of what you know. Because the Bible tells us in Romans 8 and 28, um, we don't know what God wants us to pray for. So there's a specific prayer language that God desires us to release into the atmosphere. Um, and we don't know what that is. The only way that we will know that is uh, through the Holy Spirit. And so that's why it's important that we learn how to take our prayers to the next level. But in order for us to do that, we have to let go of ourselves. We have to let go of our knowledge. We got to go a little bit further. And um, so I, I was wanting to um, to kind of um, talk about the also the John 4, when Jesus was talking to the woman at the well. And she says, he says to her, Jesus replied, believe me, dear woman, the time is coming when it will no longer matter whether you worship the Father on this mountain or in Jerusalem, you Samaritans know very little about the one you worship. While we Jews know all about him, for salvation comes to Jews. And then this is key in verse 23. It says, but the time is coming. Indeed, it is here now when true worshipers, even though we're talking about worship here and our subject matter is prayer, uh, I want to talk a little bit uh, down the line about how worship is important in order for you to get to that uh, spirit of prayer and um, praying in the spirit. But it says here, when true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. And the Father is looking for those who will worship him that way. For God is spirit. So those who worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. So it's beyond just what I know and, and the knowledge and what I understand. Even when I'm praying in the word, I'm praying in truth when I pray the word of God. But when I am praying in the spirit and, I, and, I, and I'm worshiping in the spirit, this is the work of the Holy Spirit. And I am cooperating with the Holy Spirit. I am availing myself, um, you know, so that the Holy Spirit can pray through me. Uh, and hopefully that, that makes sense. But that, again, is next level prayer. And uh, I know you have a few minutes, but if I can, I wanted to uh, take you to Exodus 24 because it gives a wonderful vision of what this looks like um but it will require me to read a little bit of this so i'm not sure what your time looks like but you oh, know me i love i love the word of god so oh yeah um, you got um you have plenty of time prophetess so. okay yeah. okay i love digging in the word so here um in exodus 25 this is a, a good vision of what next level and and taking your your prayer taking your relationship with the Lord up to a, a level that goes beyond uh, this earthly realm. 
You want to go beyond the earth realm in your prayer. So when we praying in the spirit, you're, you're, you're praying beyond the earth realm. So you're, you're not even um, aware of the things that are happening around you because your focus is so in heaven. You have a, a heaven bound focus uh, when you're praying in the spirit. And it requires a guide in order for you to get into that threshold, in order for you to get into that um, that realm, there has to be a guide. You cannot just walk into the spiritual realm without a guide, lest you um, begin to tap into some of the spiritual, uh, some of the mystical spiritual things. But your guide is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit guides you into um, the, the threshold and the, the throne room of God. But Exodus 24, if I can just read here and I'll skip through a little bit. It says, then the Lord instructed Moses, come up here to me and bring along Aaron, Nadab, Abihu, and 70 of Israel's elders. All of you must worship from a distance. Only Moses is allowed to come near to the Lord. The others must not come near and none of the other people are allowed to climb up the mountain with him. And this really speaks to everybody is not going to be able to go into that secret place. Everybody can go, but everybody is not willing to let go in order to go all the way up uh, to where the Lord is calling Moses. Um, so if you if you read a little bit further down, I'm going to skip down just so I'm not taking up too much of your time. Um, it says in verse 9, I'm going to skip down to verse 9. Uh, so Moses is taking that climb with, with 70 elders. And it says, then Moses, Aaron, Nadab, Abihu, and the 70 elders of Israel climbed up the mountain. And there they saw the God of Israel. And under his feet, there, there seemed to be a surface of brilliant blue lapis and lazuli. I can't pronounce that properly, but, but it was as clear as the sky itself. And, and though these nobles of Israel gazed upon God, he did not destroy them. In fact, they ate a covenant meal, eating and drinking in his presence. Oh, does that sound good to you? I don't know about you, but it sounds so awesome to me because this is talking about the Lord allowing them to come into a, a, a higher level um, in their, uh, into uh, God's glory. So first they were at the foot of the mountain and the Lord called them up. He called them up higher and he allowed uh, certain ones to come because they were in a place where they could, but they were willing to let go of some things to, in order to go up. And so so now they're, they're coming up and the Lord allows them to come into his presence, to come into his presence and commune with him. That's good to me. And they were able to, to commune in the presence of God. Now, let me read a little further. It says, then... So this is even going to a, a, an even higher level. Then the Lord said to Moses, come up to me on the mountain. So they are already at a place where they are communing with the Lord and they see his presence, they see his glory. But then the Lord does something even the more awesome. He calls Moses up a little bit higher. And that's what I want to encourage uh, you and, and those who will listen, uh, that the Lord is calling us up 
a little bit higher. And then the Lord said, said to Moses, come up to me on the mountain and stay there. And I will give you the tablets of stone on which I have inscribed the instructions and commands so you can teach the people. So Moses and his assistant Joshua set out and Moses climbed up the mountain of God. Okay, here, here I want to talk a little bit about how Moses now separates from everybody else in order for him to go up a little bit further. It's getting a little bit more lonely up there. It's a little bit more sanctified because you're, you're going away again from the earth realm and you're going into um, you're going into a, a closer place with the Lord. So so everybody's not going to go. But he and Joshua is up uh, into a higher place. Come up to me. Come up on this mountain. And then the important thing he says in verse 12, clause, clause B, stay there. Come up in the mountain and stay there. And I will give you the tablets of stone. And, I, and I'm going to begin to give you revelation. So the revelation that we desire um, is going to come when we're praying in the spirit. So we know now through Romans 8 that the Holy Spirit is going to make intercession for us because we don't know what we ought to pray. But we also see in Exodus 24, as we continue to go up in our worship, the Lord then begins begins to release revelation revelation in order for him to teach the people that's what it says he says i'm going to give you instructions and commands so that you can teach the people now every person who has been called to teach to preach to prophesy to minister to any level of of people they must know how to get into the spirit of god because this is the place where he's going to release revelation so that you know how to minister to the people. That's good to me. Verse 13, it says, So Moses and his assistant Joshua set out, and Moses climbed up the mountain of God. And um, verse 14, it says, Moses told the elders, Stay here and wait for us until we come back. If you have any problems, any disputes, he says, While well, I'm going to consult with them. In other words, I got to go. I'm going to have to leave these things here um, because the Lord is calling me up. And um, verse 15, when Moses climbed up the mountain and the cloud covered it and the glory of the Lord settled down on Mount Sinai and the cloud covered it for six days. I mean, I don't know. This is awesome to me because this is the glory cloud that we often talk about that we desire to be a part of. We want to be in the glory cloud. And here it is where God has called Moses to come up all the way up to the mountain. He had to leave people at the foot of the mountain. He had to leave the 70 elders in the middle of the mountain. He had to go up. And when he went up, he was able to enter into the glory cloud. And he had to sit there for six days. That's important because one of the things that we don't do is we don't sit. We don't sit in the presence of God. That's how um, that's one of the reasons why we don't get to the point of praying in the spirit because we don't sit and wait and, and allow the, the Lord and the Holy Spirit to soak and saturate us. Um, so he had to sit there for six days. But it says on the seventh day, the Lord called to Moses from inside the cloud. So I don't know about you, but many of us, if we have been sitting there for six days waiting a lot of us would have came on back down the mountain, 
like, I don't know where God is. He done called me up here and he hadn't said nothing to me yet. But Moses stayed and he waited. He knew that if the Lord called him up, that he had something that uh, he was going to reveal to him. And, And as he waited on the seventh day, the Lord called to Moses from inside the cloud to the Israelites at the foot of the mountain. The glory of the Lord appeared like a consuming fire. But Moses, he disappeared into the cloud as he went even higher up the mountain. And he remained on that mountain. He remained in a glory cloud for 40 days and 40 nights. To me, that's powerful. I don't know about you, but this is really speaking to me about climbing up in your prayer language, but also in your relationship. Because you can't do um, this level of prayer without the relationship. The relationship is what made... um, Moses eligible to go up higher to the mountain, to go up higher in the mountain because of the relationship that he had with the Lord. The Lord called him up uh, even further and kept calling him up. And because he knew the heart of Moses, Moses uh, was able uh, to receive revelation that, that he needed. And so that's what I would want to encourage that, you know, as we begin to grow closer to the Lord uh, and we desire to hear, um, you know, in the spirit, we want to know, and we want to begin to see supernatural movements of, of, of God in the earth realm, then we need intercessors and we need prayer warriors who are going to be willing to sit, to wait, and to dwell until the Lord begins to speak. And as he begins to speak, He's going to give us what we need in order to teach the people, in order to feed the people, in order to encourage the people. It has to come from the Lord. It has to come from the Holy Spirit. And so that's the encouragement that that I have uh, today. Hopefully that is in alignment with what um, with what you were wanting to teach wow. your audience. Wow, that was really, really, really good. I'm sitting here like, prophet, just keep talking. <laughs> that was really, really, really good. Um, amen. Wow. Well, um, I do have a few questions I want to ask before we end, um, because we um, are starting to run out of a little bit of time, but not too much, but okay. a little bit of time. So I do have a question. So basically, what would you say to somebody who don't know how to, you know, pray in the spirit? Because I know I have a lot of friends who, you know, you know, believe that they have the Holy Spirit, but they don't really have, you know, that way of knowing how to really pray in the spirit. So what would you say to someone who may be dealing with that? I would say just, you know, what we talked about with Moses is to get there and wait because like Moses, when he did get to the top, remember it was six days before the Lord actually called him into the cloud. So he had to sit there and wait. Don't give up in your prayer. You go in and you may go in just praying what you know to pray. Like we said earlier about, you know, intercessory intercessory prayer. You might go in just praying, okay, for the for the um for the homeless. You praying, you know, for those who are in prison. But then you take that prayer you know, to the point of worship, those who worship 
the father must worship him in spirit and truth. So worship begins to take you into a whole different realm because you've run out of words to say. So you're just worshiping. You're just soaking in the presence of the Lord. And before you know it, the Holy Spirit begins to take over. And that's what you desire. But a lot of times we give up uh, before we get to that point. We get tired and we get discouraged because we haven't been able to press through in our prayer. Wow. But we just got to keep coming. Wow. Keep coming. Maybe not the first day, but maybe the second day. Wow. Maybe I need to fast. And so fasting is going to help me to uh, eliminate the, the layers of flesh, you know, that continues to get in the way. Wow. Um, yeah, because we got to let go of ourselves in order to get in, into the spirit. Wow. And that just, and it's crazy that you say that because that just confirmed because I, because one of the brothers who I, of course, won't name, but um, I was ministering to him because at the same time he was, he caught, because when he was telling me about what was going on in his life, it kind of, took me back to how I used to be when it came down to worship and praise and I always thought that I was mimicking things and once he you know told me where he was at God allowed me Holy Spirit rather allowed me to minister to him for him to tell him to keep coming to keep coming so just by you saying that Holy yeah. Spirit just brought that just brought that to my remembrance of that time when I had to minister to one of the um, men of God at our church about, you know, keep coming. If you want what you say you want, keep coming because God is willing. To, he's willing to give it to you. Holy Spirit is willing to give it to you. That's it. Yep. That's, keep coming. Yeah. And another question. Real, yeah. And another question real quick before we end. What are some benefits when it comes down to praying in the spirit? Well, with the scripture you started out with, um, Romans 8, it says you don't know what you ought to pray for. So you can, you will be more effective when you allow the Holy Spirit to pray through you because God knows the purpose. Like in verse 28, it says, and we know that God causes everything to work together. This is still Romans 8. We know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose. So we are called to his purpose in order for us to be effective. And we have to allow the Holy Spirit to pray through us because we don't know what we ought to pray for. So that's one thing is that we um, that we want to be effective. And then what we heard it in uh, Exodus 24 that in order to teach the people, encourage the people, in order for you to have a word for anybody, then you you want to be able to um, get to that place where the Lord, the Holy Spirit, God is actually talking to you. And in order for you to do that, you got to pray in spirit. You got to get in spirit. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. I'm pretty sure we was fed good tonight. Oh, wow. That's This is awesome this was an awesome teaching and god really um had his way and um real quick if you could while we still have at least a good two to three minutes left um can you give your personal testimony as to you know um the results of you praying in the spirit and you know you know what occurred like your personal testimony if you if you kind of know where i'm trying to hit at yeah um 
Praying in the spirit for me, a lot of times uh, it does take time. Like I said, you got to spend time uh, with the Lord. And sometimes we do get tired and weary and we stop before we get there. But when we, when I personally allow uh, myself to remain, uh, then my own thoughts uh, will go away and the Lord will begin to reveal images to me, um, people's faces. He will begin to download um individuals that I was not thinking about at all um and he has me praying for those individuals I've even had um names that I don't even know I've never heard of I've seen faces um that I've never seen before uh, that the Lord will just begin to reveal to me and um but it's not until I get into that that uh that special place I call it this that special place uh, with a, with the Holy Spirit. Sometimes it doesn't take a long time. Right. You know, it just depends. You know, with with uh, Moses and Exodus, you know, it took six days. Uh, but there are times when you can just go right in, and right. you know, you, you tap right in. Uh, but you know, just being able um, to truly hear the Lord, knowing that you weren't thinking about these things. This is not on your personal mind. That's been my my personal experience. And I love that. I love being able to to hear from the Lord, you know, getting a word and then pastor comes and he he's saying that that same thing. You know, those are those encounters that, you know, you've been in the presence of the Lord because you're in alignment with what the word is saying and, and what the word is coming for. And even, you know, when you come out of prayer and you minister to somebody and they just start flowing out of your mouth. You know, that's like with Exodus 24, where he was like. You know, I need you to come up so you know what to teach the people. Thank so you. when you go in, same with me. When I when I go in and pray in the spirit, now I can preach. But if I if I ain't spend no time with the Lord, <laughs> then that word coming from my flesh. And it That's really about it, really. Um, amen. So we're going to, um, well, I guess I could ask, even though I think you've already did it, but if you want to, God's giving you something else you want to, then that's fine. But if you want to share any encouragement with anybody, um, you're more than welcome to. If you want to encourage, you know, the, the body of Christ or anybody who may be watching, you can encourage them. Well, definitely want to encourage all of the uh, believers, especially your audience who are, uh, you say, the uh, generational changers and that, um, you know, the powerful Joshua generation that's coming up. We always say Joshua generation. That's that's the next come up. And going back to uh, Exodus 24, realized that Joshua was right behind Moses. I don't know if you realized that while we were talking, um, you know, through the Exodus 24, Moses was on his way up and who was right behind him was Joshua. And he was, he was young at the time, but he was Moses' personal assistant. And he remained faithful. And he continued, he was able to make that climb. And that's why he was qualified to be that next level, um, in line, the next person in line after Moses to actually lead the children of Israel. 
Uh, so I would encourage, you know, the, the young uh, and up and coming you to continue to climb, to continue to, to go further, uh, to not be intimidated even to be submitted to uh, the man or woman of God that the Lord has uh, assigned you to because there is a blessing even in that, you know, as they go up. Uh, because the, the Lord has had called Moses up and Moses took Joshua with him, told Joshua to come on with him. And Joshua was able to make make that move and make that climb. So I would encourage just because you're, you're young, just because you're probably 20 something, that does not mean that you can't climb as high as Moses uh, because Joshua was right there. Uh, not that you would exceed uh, your leadership before time. Uh, but but the Lord wants you to come as high as you are desiring to come as long as you are uh, allowing the Holy Spirit to take you there because you don't want to die along the way uh, because you're trying to go too far, too far uh, going into because you have to really be careful. A lot of people are, are going into like this uh, manifesting and, you know, a lot of uh, spiritual mysticism. Uh, because they're wanting to tap into something that's spiritual, but they're going a little too far because you're trying to go ahead of God and trying to go ahead of uh, of the Holy Spirit. But recall when the uh, the elders uh, went up with with him and um, verse verses eleven, it says, and and though these nobles of Israel gazed upon God, He did not destroy them because the Lord allowed them to come up. He allowed them to come into that place. Their heart was in a place uh, where the Lord could receive them. Because remember, uh, nothing unholy is going to be able to come into that place. So it's going to have to be a process of cleansing and purifying and sanctifying um, before we even get to that place, that spiritual place where everybody want to get to so they can be prophesying and, you know, doing all the great stuff. You know, they want to get there, but, you know, just take your time and allow the Lord to build you. Allow him to build your character along the way. As you go up the mountain, he's stripping some things off. Some things going to die. He's humbling you. Uh, so so you don't have to stay at the bottom of the mountain like everybody else. You can come on up because you allowed him to strip those things off. So. That's my encouragement to you. Keep coming up and allow the Lord to take those things that won't make it in the presence of God so that you can grow and you can be effective and you can walk in your ministry. And that's what I would say to you, the people of God today. Wow, 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 wow. Well, we were fed good tonight. Um, that was very powerful and awesome. And I just pray that you all receive what the word of God through the woman of God um, tonight. Um, it was just so powerful. Really, I have no words. I'm just full even off that. Um, and, and I just want to thank you, Prophetess, for, you know, taking out, you know, your busy schedule to come on here and just to, you know, minister to us, um, generational changers. And, you know, just, um, just want to thank you for just being a trailblazer that you are. I just want to thank you for just, you know, shifting things with just, you know, your 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 volume of, you know, just wisdom that you get from God, the knowledge that you get from God, and just, you know, just changing a generation. Um, 
we are all generational changers. And of course, you know, you are a generational changer. Same thing with Pastor. And I just thank you all for just being a blessing to me, of course. Um, you know, I just do. Um, and, and, and amen. We appreciate you. <laughs> amen. And um, I was just blessed by tonight's teaching on this um, subject so that, you know, people could get a better understanding of, you know, what it is about, you know, praying in the spirit and the power of praying in the spirit and the benefits also of praying in the spirit. Amen. Yeah. So um, we're going to go ahead and just end with prayer real quickly. And after that, we will be done. Amen. So, Lord, we just give you the glory. We just give you the praise, Lord. We just thank you, Lord God, for just having your way. We thank you, Lord God, for speaking through your woman of God, your daughter, your ambassador, Lord God. And we just thank you, Lord God, for, Lord God, covering, Lord God, um, her in the name of Jesus, Father God, that no backflash or retaliation will come under her in the name of Jesus, Father God. We just thank you for using her in a mighty special way, Lord God, to just help us understand a little bit more about, you know, not just praying in the spirit and how, you know, the Holy Ghost is the intercessor and how the Holy Ghost leads us in that, but also on worship, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. So, Lord God, we just give you the glory, we just give you the praise, and we just give you the honor now, Lord God. And I just pray now, Lord God, that as this word is, Lord God, being, you know, um, published and released, Lord God, that it will touch the heart of many, Lord God, that many will get saved, will turn to you as their Lord and Savior, Lord God, and that we will learn, most importantly, how to sit, like the woman of God said um, just a few minutes ago, how to sit, Lord God, not to move, not to, you know, be impatient first for us to have patience, but to also sit, soak in your presence until you speak and do what you have to do, Lord God. Just like even on the day of Pentecost, Lord God, how those men of God, Lord God, sat, Lord God, and even if there were women also, Lord God, as they set, Lord God, until you came, Lord God, and you manifested yourself, Lord God. So I just pray, Lord God, that we will sit in your presence until you manifest yourself, that we will not move, but that we will stay there, Lord God, until you do what you need to do in the name of Jesus. And Lord God, we just thank you, Lord God, for what you are doing, Lord God, how you're pouring out your spirit upon every Lord God, son and daughter, even now in the name of Jesus, there is no age limit to you pouring out your spirit. There is no gender preference as to um, how you're pouring out your spirit, Lord God. You said in your word, Lord God, in Joel's prophecy that, Lord God, in the last day that you will pour out your spirit upon all flesh, Lord God. You didn't say a certain age group. You said all. And Lord God, we thank you for your spirit, Lord God, even now in the name of Jesus that lives inside of us. And Lord God, we just give you the glory, the praise, and all the honor. And it's in your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. So, guys, um, I'm, like I said, you know, just full. And I just pray that you were blessed by this teaching tonight. Um, and it ain't over yet. Um, my sister um, will be coming on tomorrow um, to also minister. Um, so, yeah, my sister, um, D, um, uh, my first, uh, first lady and pastor's daughter, should be coming on tomorrow to minister about the same subject so i'm excited about that so this is going to be awesome so um you guys have a blessed night god bless you thank you prophetess once again for coming on and ministering to us and until next time you guys have a blessed one and always remember like i always remind you all that you are generational changers in jesus name amen amen